Hello and welcome to the Nevermind Polly podcast. My name is Matt. I'm your host. And we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. How are you all doing? How are you all living? I hope you're all well. Wherever you listen to this podcast, we appreciate you. This week on the show, I've got the fantastic Mikey of the band, Written by Wolves. If you don't know who Written by Wolves are, they are a New Zealand-based rock band. They have a brand new song out called Give Em Hell. Check it out. It's an absolute earworm. And we get into everything on this conversation that's written by Wolves been up to the last couple of years and things. It's a great little conversation. I really hope you're going to enjoy it. Um, I'll do a massive shout out to Helen over at uh, Major PR for sorting this out for us. A shout out to Mikey for just being an absolute hero and coming on the show and being really, really open and honest about things and stuff. And also, thank you for you guys listening. If you want to support the show, you can over at patreon.com forward slash nevermindpollypodcast. If you don't want to, can't, whatever, that's completely fine. Just tell a friend, give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcasting platform, or subscribe to us on YouTube because all of the video and the audio is over there, so you can go and watch these as well. And also, I'm uploading these onto Facebook as well, so search us out on all the socials. Until then, listen to this conversation with written by Wolves on the Nevermind Polly Podcast. Enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back to the Nevermind Polly Podcast. My name is Matt, I'm your host, and we chat to rock and metal bands from around the world. I hope you're all well. This week on the show, we've got the fantastic Written by Wolves. I've got frontman Mikey on the line. Hello, sir. How are we doing? Thank you so much for having me. It is an absolute pleasure to be a part of the show. Thanking you, thank you, and you, and the likewise. You're actually the first uh, New Zealand-based band slash guest we've had on the show, so that's important. <laughs> hey, but, that's um, good to know. Like, there's, there's, you know, there's a, there's a few like a few Kiwis that have done some amazing things, and we've been waiting for our sort of, you know, our, our real trophy moment. So that's that's good. We've we've got it. <laughs> the first Kiwi absolutely. band on your show. <laughs> absolutely. So the the first just to quickly do this because this is always a funny thing I like to bring up. So the first Canadian guest I had on was uh, Liam from Canterbats, right? And oh. it was like the time zones that we spoke about before we started recording was absolutely like whack. And he had the most amount of energy that early in the morning, and he was just like, "I'm the first one!" <laughs> like so mental, <laughs> so fucking good. So oh, sorry, man. No, I feel like I've I feel like I've let you down because I've been very New Zealand about it. You know, like make it make a pretty rubbish joke, kind of sit and just kind of downplay everything, just full blown Kiwi. It's I'll, I'll try and like I'll try and give you something interesting at some point. it's all good it's all good um so we're here uh to talk about your brand new single give them hell which i have to say has been stuck in my head for fucking ages since the moment (laughs) i heard it's one of those really i don't want to say irritating but really great earworms that just niggles its way into your brain and then cannot forget it so that's kind of the dream, right? For for a single. That's, that's it. I was yeah. literally just thinking as you were saying that. That's like that's the goal or the dream, right? Like even yeah. anytime you write a song, you're like, it's 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 a tough one because like like you say, like there, there's a there's a, there's a point where that gets annoying, you know. Like there's a point where it's like, but it literally is the goal, you know. Especially yeah. in this day and age, like there's so much music, right? Like yeah. we're in you know this 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 point in in history where 
music is the most accessible it's ever been. Um, and, you know, I, I can't remember the exact stat, but someone spun it to me the other day and I always get on podcasts and I'm like, and I've heard a stat and I just yeah. sort of go out with it and it's miles away from what it is, but it really helps my point. Um, yeah. But there's something like 60,000 tracks, like it's a day or a week or something to Spotify. Yeah. These, like at the moment you know like music's like the most most crazily accessible it can be at the you know at any point in history yeah. um so you know the fact that we can you know that we can write something and you know and be on the other side of the world like that's still quite cool for me like that's that's pretty rad um but to write something that gets stuck in your head when literally you know i can imagine you're hearing a thousand songs a, a day or a week or, or something like that so uh that that is that is very nice to hear and i do apologize because it will annoy you eventually <laughs> it's, it's all good it's, it's one of those things so speaking about the spotify comment uh, so i work um in a pub right and i, I work love pubs um, I work just for, fyi <laughs> me too, me too. I work like a lot of um people who aren't into the alternative music right uh-huh. and they're always putting on stuff that's on the radio right and i'm yep. kind of like why and like what do you mean i'm like well why are you bothering like putting ed sheeran ed sheeran's fine ed sheeran's fantastic but like he literally gets played all the time he does not need the apple or spotify money like go and go and search out some new things <laughs> oh look I've, I've 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 got a bone to pick there like so um my it, it, exactly on the point that you're saying like mm. I, i'm absolutely content so my um I've got a six-year-old and a, a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And uh, yeah. and so I took them to Ed Sheeran in New Zealand a little while back, yeah. uh, like a couple of months ago. It was their first ever concert. And yeah. so, I mean, you know, I'm going to go a bit tangent here, but like, yeah, firstly, like the, the most phenomenal production I've ever seen in my yeah. life. And Incredible. I've been to a lot of shows. And so for these kids, for this six-year-old and this four-year-old, it's their first ever show, you know, he's in yeah. the round in the middle of this. And for us, it's, it's in Eden Park in New Zealand, which is like yeah. kind of, you know, if you're a rugby fan or a sports fan or anything, Eden Park is like Mecca. And yeah. so uh, he's in the middle of Eden Park. He's, you know, there's fireworks in track two, there's flames, there's everything. And these kids, they're going to think that's normal now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but so when, you know, like when they were kind of old enough to start spinning them tunes and stuff, it, I mean, even as a baby, to be honest, like I was, I was playing my band stuff to, to the kids and, and, and they loved it. And then, you know, as they got older, they grew up, you know, grew up with it. And it, it sort of became the norm that, you know, dad sings and this is dad's band and we love it and blah 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 and then they started getting into bands that i like like bands like bring me the horizon and things like that but right now my six-year-old is so like since the ed sheeran concert he is like just obsessed with music in general like he'll he'll come and sit in my recording studio and just listen to songs all day but so here herein lies my gripe he puts on so he's got these playlists of like ed sheeran songs but he doesn't know how to stop or start them so right. I've set these playlists up and he puts the headphones on so it doesn't I don't have to sit and listen to it all day. He's got his own Spotify um uh, his own Spotify account so it doesn't mess with my algorithm. Yeah. And he sits and he just has these tunes going. But I'll come in like like I'll go out and like you know my wife will be home or whatever and I and I'll go out I'll come back like 6 hours later or whatever. And he's nowhere to be seen but Ed Sheeran is still on repeat in my thing. <laughs> so like literally he doesn't need the Spotify money. He doesn't need the plays but my 6-year-old who could be you know bringing money into our household has given it to Ed Sheeran. I always think of the line from that, um, the Beatles movie. Was it yesterday? And yeah, yeah. there's this, that, and Ed Sheeran's in it. And there's just this brilliant line where he just goes, yeah, fucking Ed Sheeran. And it just like, I think about it every time. It's so good. So that, that so actually, I've rant on, over. On a, on a uh, random other tidbit on that. So that actual, you know, the beach scene in that, in that movie. Yeah. That was filmed like literally 20 minutes from me. Oh wow. I, yeah. I love that movie. It's yeah, so dude, it's so cool. 
filmed in in little old Suffolk in in the UK. Oh, that that beach scene's rad too. It's it's very very pretty and very well shot. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. They actually invited loads of people to like like residents and stuff to come down, but um, I think that's oh, like, red. because oh. you know that's, that's the light apparently. <laughs> um, so that's I wanted is, to. Right? I wanted to talk about um, Written by Wolves kind of as a whole, right? For, so some people obviously like um, click on the podcast and they because they listen to the show or whatever. So can you give us a brief synopsis of what you guys are about, what you guys uh, are sort of up to at the moment? So, I mean, the band's been around quite a while now and we, we kind of always like, you know, it's like as you get older and you always think you're, you're like 20, you know, like you kind of never, I'm not 20 anymore, but in my head I am. Yeah, um, it's kind of like the band. Like I still always think like that we're just starting out, but really yeah. we've been around for, I suppose, about eight years now, which is pretty wild. And so, but we 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 were all all the members had all been in, in various bands that had you know that had done pretty well around New Zealand and 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 some internationally and things like that. Yeah. Um, and so our kind of our idea when we started, it, it was all people that that we'd all wanted to play with together for a long, long time. And, you know, timing had never worked out. But the idea was basically to take, you know, if we were going to do something again, because it's not an easy thing to start a band and, and yeah, really of kind of and, and, and push it to its kind of whatever level or limit that you want to push it to. The kind of idea was if we were going to do this again, if we were going to start this again, that it had to be something that we'd never done before. Um, and so the kind of the idea that we fell upon and the concept we kind of stumbled, you know, into was let's take everything we love and let's take as many aspects of something that we love and let's just try and smash it into one big sort of thing and see if we can make it work. Yeah. Um, and, and the, the idea always at the start um, and, and still now it's kind of, I suppose some sort of weird mantra or something that it's kind of like, it's not there or it's not ready until it makes us feel uncomfortable or it makes us feel a bit weird or we kind of don't really know how people are going to take it or, you know, things like that. So that's kind of where the, where the band sort of came from. Um, in the meantime, it's kind of grown. Obviously, you know, every sort of band and 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 you know every every you know music as a whole sort of warped and changed in the last couple of years with the way things were going. I mean, um, when the pandemic hit, uh, we'd just dropped our debut album twenty nineteen, so yeah. the plan was to start touring in twenty twenty. So, our you know big plan was kind of because you know a predominant well most of our fan our, our fan base is is either in the states or the UK or or Europe. Yeah. So the plan was to get over to you guys, get over to your yeah. side of the world and and start playing. And then of course we got stuck in New Zealand for a couple of years and we kind of just um just rebuilding. But in in that kind of time, like our music all sort of sorry, this is you know, I'm really no, giving you quite an intense backstory here. But our our music sort of started to really take on a um I suppose music's always been like a, th a form of therapy for me. Like it's always mm -hmm. been a way for me to kind of get out things that I'm not very good at talking about and, you know, how I'm feeling or, or whatever and, and any sort of mental health issue that I have at the time, it's, you know, it's a really good way for me to deal with that. Um, yeah. And so that was kind of what my, my writing sort of really took on with this band. And so it came to this point where we started to realize that we were having these connections with, with people that were kind of, um, more than we kind of ever envisaged or dreamed we were getting messages from people you know daily going you know your music saved my life or your music did this or your music did that and your music helped me to get out of this dark place and we kind of went well this is incredible so we kind of kept building from that and and kept kept working with that and working on that and what can we do and then it stumbled to this point within um 
sort of, uh, I suppose, I think it must have been 2021, where we kind of realized we couldn't tour. What were we going to do? We'd started releasing some music, but we thought, hold on, let's, or, or we looked at starting to release some music and thought, well, hold on, let's try to do something more. So yeah. we um, we started uh, an entity that we call the Collab Project, which um, mm -hmm. was an album that we released last, last year, 21, 22. 21, Goodness yeah. Me. I really can't, I can't keep track anymore. <laughs> um, so we're, the collab project was 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 more an initiative um, than 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 any sort of musical sort of project that was yeah. really about sort of um, reminding our f friends and our fans and our followers that um, whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is you're doing, you know, however it is you're feeling, whatever sort of place you're in, you don't need to do that alone. Um, and so we kind of we came up with this concept and this idea and was like, how are we going to sort of give this first iteration of it life and so we found you know we kind of we, we put the word out to a few a few people and well to you know basically we threw lots at the wall and just sort mm. of worked out what was going to stick um yep. and and ended up re-recording a whole heap of songs from our debut album with some some pretty incredible people so we had um Kellen Quinn and Sonny Sandoval from POD um uh, Sydney Ray White from the Wild Things who's, who's an epic epic um and an amazing UK band uh we had my wife um because she couldn't say no so she was kind of um that was that was that was a relatively easy one um and then uh and we we so we but we got um a heap of fans and um basically anyone who was willing to to talk uh we got them to send in stories about their own struggles and and issues and we put it we put it front and center right in the middle of the um of the ep and kind of made this thing that was kind of you know, it's, it's, it's pretty intense and, and pretty hard to listen to at times, but kind of, we, we felt kind of was, was one of the best ways to kind of get the message across that we were trying to get across. And, and, and that's where we kind of landed. Um, so that was amazing. The color project will live on again. That's kind of something that will be ongoing for us forever. Uh, but no, now we've got to the point where it's time to release new music. So basically last year was about rebuilding. Once the, once the world started to open up, we went to LA and we finished off a whole heap of stuff that we were working on yeah and met with some people did some things and and here we are it's time to start the roller coaster and start to get music out there again and hopefully now we get to get to the other side of the world and so in a very long nutshell that's written by wolves <laughs> <laughs> I love that. so there, there's a there's a few things i, I want to take up take away and take a part of that so basically the first of which is no matter what so I, I look at talk about like hardcore and punk bands right when there's political mm -hmm. things go down they make the best music because you know mm -hmm. like they're all fired up and angry when That's the right. whole world shuts down and musicians and creative people have nothing to do like they can't do what they want to do can't tour anything so they go okay well i've got a guitar here my mates uh -huh. are over on zoom let's just do the thing that we normally do but we have ample time to do it and you know there's no time constraints because that's the thing looking back at it it was like okay so what what, what do we do like do you know what i mean it was so yeah. mad because when when like i left my um left my job and things where we were allowed to start working from home and stuff it was kind of like yeah i'll see you in a couple of weeks because that's how we thought about it, it was like, i'll see you in yeah. two weeks whatever. and it was like oh shit like nine ten months later it was like oh we're still here you know so yeah it's crazy but um yeah I um, yeah, gone. sorry. No, I, I was checking in with people. Uh, people we work with are in the UK all the time. And so I was, yeah. you know, we're kind of having these crazy meetings where we'd like one of us would be in lockdown or the other one would be in lockdown on the, you know, the other side. It was just bouncing around so often that you never really could keep track with who was, you know, who was stuck was at home bad. and who wasn't. It's, yeah. it's, a, it was, you know, 
And yeah, I, one of my best friends has just been over from the UK and, mm -hmm. you know, he came over last year, um, yeah. but to like, we were just talking about how different it is now and how recent everything was, but how long ago it feels, you know, like he was, you know, there was no mask on the plane. There was no, you know, just all things that had changed in it's, a it's very like, short space like, of time. It seems like a weird kind of fever dream now thinking back at it. It's like, it's like, did that actually happen? It's like, it's weird, weird time. But um, the, the other thing as well is, do you feel kind of any level of kind of pressure on yourself in terms of making new music? Because like you say, you've you've done the collab project, which is a super important thing. And I, as you as you alluded to, I found it really difficult to listen to at times. And it took mm -hmm. me a couple of times to get sort of back into it. It's like, okay, pause. Mm -hmm. I need to just take a breath, decompress, and then go back into it. So do Absolutely. you feel like a level of pressure on yourself to obviously deliver for the fans and things who are a fan of the band? Look, I think there's always that pressure. And I think, you know, clearly, um, I mean, this, this band's kind of whole, like, ethos has always been about releasing as much as possible and getting stuff out. So the fact that we kind of didn't release anything last year was really kind of um, strange to us. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that pressure. I mean, I always feel the pressure. Um, I, I don't know. You, there, there is, you know even though it's kind of like these songs are like you know they're like my babies and they're my feelings and they're my kind of like my insides I suppose it's kind of still like I'm just waiting to see you know what everyone thinks and how but but I also do like you said there's kind of there is a part of me that's that that feels like I I, I need to cater for you know for this mm. because also the attention span of 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 the average human now is 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 very very short um absolutely uh and we kind of find every time we release a song, people are like, I can't wait for the next one. And you're like, man, we've worked so hard on that one. Just enjoy this one for a little while. But it's, that's, you know, it, but, but that is, it, it, it is a nice thing to hear though. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, it's, it's kind of like the, the beast is always hungry for content. It doesn't matter what, what line of work you do with music, film, production, whatever. It's just kind of like, they always just want more. They always want the next thing. And it's kind of like, right it can swallow up sometimes but i i like to oh, think the, the beast is never satisfied right oh absolutely i try and think of it like i'm i'm so much of an album guy again because i turned 30 in march so I'm, I'm more of the old school where i have like a cd and i sit down and listen to it you know i yeah. love buying vinyl because it's like it's the whole thing it's the artwork it's all the stuff that goes into it um and you know spotify and apple are great for finding new things but once you found mm -hmm. those things like go out and buy a vinyl go out and go to a show because support the things you love because if you don't they aren't around forever. They can't be sustained if they're not being supported, you know? So that that's, makes... yeah, that's, that's a really, you know, a very real and, and very unfortunate fact of life. You know, you love yeah. it. If you don't, if you don't feed it, it ain't going to yeah. be there any longer. Um, Absolutely. You know, like, you know, we can survive on passion alone for as long yeah. as we need to, but <laughs> there comes a yeah. point. I mean, I think we've also, you know, in this band in particular, you know, we've, we've got, we've kind of set a pretty we've, we've purposely tried to sit you know it's, it's always been quite a cinematic sound and 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 mm. that's flowed on through the videos and the music videos and stuff so you know it's 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 kind of every time you release something it's like you this real heart and soul moment that's that's taken a long time to to get to but you're already you know i, I find myself often talking about having to take some time to celebrate because you mm -hmm. get these things out but I'm just always on to the next one. And it's almost yeah. like once it's out, it's dead to me. And I just kind of move on yeah. to the next thing, which is a really, like I find it relatively unhealthy that I don't, you know, 
because I mean, I, I'm a, I, I'm a partier. I love, you know, yeah. any reason to celebrate, but if, as soon as it's my stuff, it's like, no, 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 that that's gone. You've got to move on. But so I've, I've really found myself trying to work on actually kind of stop taking stock and going, yeah, we did that. That's cool. All right. Now well, let's get excited about the next thing rather than just moving on to it. But I don't know. It's, it's, it's a strange beast, but it's, you know, it's the one I love. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's the thing as well to, to say something that I kind of feel similarly about. So when I record a podcast, I've recorded podcasts that won't go out until like middle of May next, next month, which is fine. But like, I can get really excited about it. I get sent records and I'm like this fucking band, like, you know, over to yeah. a small band or a fucking huge band. And, and, but then people are like, what are you like? And I talk like on the internet, like cryptically, like I just been sent a brilliant albums. Like by yeah. who? Yeah. It's like, I can't say you don't know, like you'll know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Of course you did. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's one of yeah. those, like, weird I, things. I, I know that feeling. So, so I, I, I was doing an interview on the day that I just um, heard back from Sonny from POD that he was going to, mm-hmm. that he agreed to be on one of our tracks, right? And mm-hmm. and like I grew up with, so I grew up with POD. Like my high school band was playing alive, like things like that. And I'm on the radio with someone, and and they're talking about um, a single that was. I think we just dropped the single with Kellen. Yeah, and they were talking about how amazing that was, and I was like, "Yeah, look, it's wild. It's it's amazing." And 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 look, I, j- I just got this email, and I can't talk to you about it. But man, I'm just losing my mind right now. Like like literally, I like a, yeah. got the email, and then that then the radio called, and I was like yeah. just sitting there staring at Sonny's email, going, "This is yeah. just wild." Trying to like hold hold myself together and actually talk about another, you know, talk like because mm-hmm. I also remember when I got the email from Kellen, like yeah, I, I actually thought I was being spammed. Like I thought I was being yes. like. I thought so because it was just like it was like like one sentence like yeah yeah man i love it i'm in let's do it type thing like and that was it and you kind of yeah. just went hmm, that's yeah but yeah so it's kind of it's 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 tough like in this kind of industry we, when also you know like like i also know what we've got going on in the next year but i can't tell you what's happening oh, and, it's, and i'm ex- and i'm excited as all crap about it but it's just kind of you know like <laughs> like i I desperately want you to hear everything but i can't let you just yet (laughs) yeah absolutely and that you get like a really nice like tour offer with you know a a really really like sizable band or whatever or it's like a band you're mates with and it's like this is gonna be great but i can't tell anyone for like six months great love that yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. which is Um, which is what like the human condition is not designed to keep a secret like let's be honest like we're we're, we're not built for that if 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 anyone wanted us to keep secrets they wouldn't have invented alcohol like that's just <laughs> and that's what they say that um loose link loose lips sink ships is what yeah. the saying is originally um or, th- so or three what... can keep a secret if two of them are dead <laughs> very good i like that, I'm gonna that i love that um so you've been on you've been on uh been on tour and played with some massive acts such as limp biscuits um kill machine gun kelly pendulum um suicide tendencies head pe loads of fucking bands has there been any moments where you've had to go i mean you think you've alluded to it anyway and gone fuck me and you had to like pinch yourself and gone is this is this my life is this real you had any kind of fanboy moments uh yeah there's been i mean there's been lots of them like like as i said like that you know like kellen and 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 sunny like sunny was a big one because that you know that's like childhood stuff but Mm -hmm. when we got when we got announced that we were playing the limp biscuit show like that was kind of like it's one of those things where you kind of like because you you kind of can't replace like those teenage memories you know yeah, like of course as as exciting like you know like if someone told me today that i was going to be playing a bring me the horizon tomorrow i would yep. lose my absolute shit yeah but it's kind of it, it's a different sensation to to finding out that you're going to play with someone that you like was like your you know teenage yeah idol 
Yeah, um, so yeah, when we, like when we when we got a, when we got when we found out, out about the Limp Biscuit show, that that was wild. Yeah. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I mean, there's been heaps. It's 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 pretty incredible, and I think, you know, now that the world is kind of back open again, I'm just kind of looking forward to. It. I think what the last few years has taught me is is how um how kind of accessible the world is now as well. You know, like. Like we always talk about in New Zealand, you know, the six degrees of separation rule. We talk about New Zealand, yeah. it's more like two or three degrees of separation. But I feel like now with the internet and and, and thing, like the, the whole world's kind of a little bit more like that. Absolutely. You know, like you can kind of like, if you really want something to happen, there's there's a there's a there's a pretty damn good chance that you can get, you know, you can get at least make contact with someone. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like, yeah, like I've had a few of those recently, but I've managed to get in contact with the person that I was talking to. We did, we didn't get, you know, the things might not have kind of panned out, but you know, exactly what we were thinking might happen, but we still managed to, you know, have the conversations and things like that, which is, is pretty, because I mean, we're, we're an inter- independent band on the, on, you know, the, on the arsehole of the world, basically, you know, like we are right down the bottom of the world. You, you, so it's, you, it's, you can't take the arsehole of the world. That's great Britain, my friend. We, we claimed that <laughs> long ago. Right? <laughs> But no, I totally, I, um, I totally agree with the six degrees of separation because um, that's kind of what this whole podcast is built on is, you know, before, before I've done things to quote unquote the correct way, going through PR people and everything, it was just a mate who was in a band who knew a mate, who knew a mate, who knew a mate, and it just opened the floodgates. And then all of a sudden I've got a back catalog and go, oh no, I am like a professional. I do do this for a thing. Like, do you know what I mean? And then the world, the rest is history and I'm now too far deep. So. <laughs> that's that's how it's i think that's how it's all meant to work right like yeah. you meant to like i've kind of, i think i've kind of built my career like in the same way of just like pretending like i knew what i was doing until i kind of got to a point where i felt like i must yeah <laughs> it's what we say over here so that makes perfect yeah. sense yeah um, no, I'm, I'm still sure one day people are going to work out i don't actually know what i'm doing like i have no idea don't know how to write a song can't do any of it you know but i mean but until I mean, they until they work that out i'll be all right I mean, you're being very, very unkind to yourself, sir. You definitely know how to write a fucking earworm, that is for sure. <laughs> um, so I wanted to ask, where does kind of your inspiration come from when writing? Because that's the thing, it, you know, it's very easy to talk about the music side of things and say, I draw switch from this and this. Where does things come, like where people might not uh, see the inspiration lines come from? I mean, I think like I alluded to before, um, you know, music and, and especially this band, has has always been my like my it's my therapy like it's how mm-hmm. i kind of like cope and deal and 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 i'm very very lucky uh and and very um stuck to to be in a position that i have that you know like because not everyone has that outlet and, and yes. you know and you know that's you know a big part of the reason why the world's so fucked up basically mm-hmm. because you know we you know we we it's it's not designed to kind of allow people to sort of to say what they feel and, 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 and to get things out that they need to get out. And I, I'm very, very lucky that I have this opportunity. And so I think I'm not even entirely sure it was on purpose that I started mm-hmm. writing about that kind of stuff with this, with this band, but it was clearly just what I needed to do. Yeah. Of course. And it clearly, um, it, it resonated with people and it continued to kind of grow. And I kind of like, I suppose I was able to just keep doing that, which is, um, you know, for better or worse, like, you know, it, it, it it's amazing. Like, it, it's amazing that I get that, that opportunity to do that. It's also fucking terrifying when you release something that's, you know, like yeah. about, you know, some, some, some inner workings of, of, of where your head's at, at that yeah. point in time, 
or you know it's obviously always a snapshot of a point in time i suppose yeah, of course. um uh but so i mean that's that's generally a big sort of place of, of of where things come it's kind of a lot of where i'm sort of at at the time or or where i'm sort of yeah, uh, looking to work through. I mean, I think the the whole of the secrets album was really about talking about about things that we don't feel comfortable talking about. Like it was mm. kind of a whole. I mean, it essentially became a concept album of of kind yeah. of how do you kind of bring these sorts of things that we don't want to talk about, and how do you work out a way that we can you know make that more of a normal thing. Um, yeah. And I think, um, well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that the next one's going to be slightly different um it's it's you know we're, we're I, I haven't said the same because I, th- I think that the, the next kind of level of inspiration for me is kind of um trying to do stuff that I haven't done before um like because I, I feel like you know songwriters and I know for myself like I've got a tendency to go to certain things I've got a tendency to go to certain notes I've got a tendency to go to certain runs so I've I've tried I worked I've re- worked really hard lately, um, and, and and I think you know always, um, but it, it's all a progression I suppose of of ensuring that I kind of am pushing myself to try and write stuff that I haven't done before and and, and to try and sort of, um, not reinvent the wheel because clearly, mm. there's I'm not doing that but you know like try and you know reinvent my wheel I suppose for for want of a better term <laughs> that, that's the thing whenever a band starts out it, i kind of and the viewers are going to hate this because i always use this analogy i started using it in every interview but it's a really good analogy it. Like, um so if you imagine the band in a in a, a physical not a metaphorical box right and then there's an explosion in the box right and all the yeah. little shattered bits go everywhere right what i think when bands kind of evolve and progress it's finding the corners of those boxes are going yeah. how far can we push each individual part yeah, of that thing? Yeah, yeah. You know, because your 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 music is very layered it's very kind of it's not just for for, for normal people quote unquote it's kind of like it's a rock band but it's so much mm-hmm. more than that there's so many more different bits mm-hmm. disparate elements you can then push and pull to make into into a new thing so that's so that's kind of um really cool i think you know but I think we're in such, you know, we're in such an exciting time in music where that's possible, you know, like, yeah, you know, and, and I know there's, you know, there's, there's always backlash to anyone changing, you know, doing something different or pushing on the, pushing the envelope, but how like wild and exciting is it that we live in this time where, you know, you, where you can have a band like bring me the horizon, release something like suicide season and then release something like armor. Like that's, that's, that's not done before. I mean, I suppose, I mean, I suppose it is to an extent, you know, I suppose, but, you know, we're in this very, very cool time where, where, you know, artists are allowed to sort of be people and, and artists and, and go, look, I'm not who I was 10 years ago or 15 years ago, but also like, I, I get to, I get to sort of explore the corners of, of, of how far I want to push this thing. And look, I'm I'm here for it. I think it's it's such a such an incredible time in music that you know we're we're getting this progression and we're getting you know to to have people use all the different parts of their you know of of what it is that they love and and kind of draw from them and and just see where that goes. Like it's it's wild. Like I I want to hear Demi Lovato and Miley Cyrus singing rock songs. I want to hear Bring Me the Horizon singing pop songs. Like I, I'm I, and I know there's people out there that don't, and and I get that there's you know that there is a there's a real um ownership of of loving a band and, and loving a, a particular style in which a band sort of has been but 
man, I, I just think it's exciting and it's fun. And, 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 and that's, the thing, cool. that's the thing as well. I always, I always um, say this as a, as a counter argument to anyone who says, I'll go back to the way you sounded or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, if, if you were the same person you were 10 years ago, just a, just a normal person on the street, you, like, you know, you, we all want personal growth and development. Right. So, yeah. and also when you record a new album, the old album doesn't go away. It's not yeah. like you might not play those yeah, yeah. songs as much and on live and in tour yeah. and things. Those songs are still there. You can still listen to them. You still have them, you know, That's but look, bring, bring me the horizon is a fantastic uh, kind of uh, band to use as, as a point for this because, you know, they, they started off in, in deathcore and they were like mm-hmm. laughed at basically by a lot of the metal community and go, oh, yeah, no, yeah. You're, you're not this, you're not that. So they're like, all right, well, fuck you then. We'll become the biggest yeah. band in the world. And then yeah. now, now they're the biggest band in the world doing these uh, massive shows and things and all around the world. And then go, actually, well, we'll just drop some deathcore. And all these kids that started liking them like two or three albums ago, it's like, what the fuck is this? But then that's how they get into the underground and get into the, yeah. the small ones. And it all kind of, it cycles back around. So it makes perfect sense. Yeah, it's 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 a beautiful cycle, and I I think it's it it it's so rad, and it's you know, and I suppose it is, you know, it is is part and parcel of of I, I suppose the internet. So it's probably uh, you know a side effect of of music being accessible now, and and I suppose the un you know the unfortunate side of 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 how accessible it is and and attention spans is it kind of doesn't have the shelf life that it that it maybe once did which doesn't mean it's gone away like you say mm-hmm. like i mean i still man i still listen to basically everything that i listened to 10 15 years ago and then that's kind of like that's my playlist so that's where it's at but um you know like it, it it's still there but it also means that you can try something and you can put yeah. something out and go I love this. I'm going to do it and we're going to have a go at it. And, you know, and if, you know, if it doesn't hit or it doesn't stick, who cares? I love it. And yeah. I'll drop something else in six weeks or, or eight weeks or, or whatever. Um, so you kind of, you've got this room to just kind of play and do amazing things, but you know, there, there still is the, the, the album and, you know, everything's still there. It's, 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 it's a, it's an amazing kind of cross section time in music. I think where there's still parts of the old school, but there's kind of this new kind of world in which, there's no fucking rules left and you can yeah. just go yeah do whatever yeah. you want <laughs> absolutely and that's the thing like so I, I liken to uh people back in like the 80s and 90s when like metallica cut their hair and everyone's like Wah. it's not like the old stuff yeah and it's like have long hair. yeah the, the only person who you're hurting is yourself because you're limiting yeah, yourself yeah. what you want you know if you try yeah. something and don't like it that's completely fine but if you're limiting yeah. yourself to one thing it's like okay, well, you're missing out on all this other good stuff, you know, like, and, and why would you do that in life, you know, because, yeah. It just the, hard part about, the hard part about the human, human condition, though, is that, like, if they had, you know, if, if any of these hypothetical bands that we're talking about did release the same song 20 times with different, yeah. you know, but slightly changed, they'd then get paid out for that, too. So yeah, you're not pleasing true. anyone, you know, no. like, there's, there's just, and I think, like, I, I was I had to learn this route I, I've, I've you know been a musician my whole life so I had to kind of learn it pretty early that like there's never any point that you're going to please everyone so yeah. you, you may as well just kind of do what you want to do and just kind of and make sure you love it because the moment you don't love it it's it's kind of it's a job and um, yeah. it, it kind of yeah. loses a lot of the, the the heart and soul 
Absolutely. So I've got a I've got a couple of final questions for you before I let you on your way because I've got another interview after you. I'm actually hopping to Australia, so just a little, oh, right just a little, on. just a little jump over. But um, right on. Give 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 the give the big cousins and Aussie a kick in the shins for me. Will <laughs> <laughs> do. Will do. Um. So one of the questions I like to ask, or I have asked uh, in 2023, every band that's came on is you have to take this with a little bit of sarcasm and i think you know be, being a oh, Kiwi, i do love a bit of sarcasm i love this right so <laughs> when i'm a massive huge podcaster right and i've got fucking billions of pounds the music music industry loves me and blah 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 right and i i can put on my own festival right and i'm going to invite all the bands who've ever played and performed on this festival to come down and play right it's going to be an eclectic bill so bear with anyway <laughs> i'm right. asking every band to add one thing to the rider now, there's no Ooh. logistical uh, limitations, no financial. Uh, it can't even be illegal if you want, um, because we have had, one of the I'm not going to call him out because I keep saying I won't do it, but the first band we had on this year, lovely guy, was like, yeah, can we have some weed on the rider? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> He's like, my PR's going to kill me. I was like, that's fine. It's all right. It's all good. So, um, and to, I had like a sauna on there, a full-on petting zoo. Um, Matt from August Burns Red said was well, the fucking greatest thing to me. He said he wants a full RC, like you know, the Hot Wheels, like the old school yeah. monster truck, like remote control. He wants one of those and like a full dirt track to go. And I was like, yeah, that works. Fuck. So, what would you like to add? Right? Can I just can I can I pass? Like, can I tell a story first while I kind of I'm try sorry, and yeah, think of something that makes me sound yeah, really cool? Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> I'm really, I'm really, I'm worried now that like Matt from August think- Burns Red has like set this bar so fucking high that now I'm going to have to like, I'm going to need them fucking Moscow Circus or something to come and entertain me before I go on. Um, uh, so well, years ago, sort of uh, partway through the, the band's lifespan, um, we added a member and so Ollie joined the band and he was came in doing percussion and, and, and mm-hmm. synth stuff and, and, um, and electronic stuff. And so the first festival he got to play on, we were like, oh, we just need to put in the writer lads and kind of yeah. ask. We've got a standard writer, but we were kind of, does anyone want to add anything to the writer before we send it off to the festival? And the, the kid just like lost his mind that he could kind of take anything and like literally anything you could want to do. We we're playing early in the day. So it's a day to just, you know, we got a day in the sun, just getting hammered afterwards. It's like, oh my God, you've got to get garlic bread. Can you just get garlic bread? It was all he fucking cared about. Like, and he just like really honed in about it. Like he was like, I just need garlic bread. I need garlic bread. Um, so that's is that what you're gonna add? No, I, I, I can't do it. I can't, I can't no, fucking honestly, do it. Because because we've we had a had a um a punk musician <laughs> called Beans on Toast, and he literally said, I just want to play. And I'm like, that's fine, I can do that as well. So, like it can be anything you or it can just be just turn up and be fine for me. <laughs> I reckon like um like I mean the sauna and stuff's cool, but like, like we're not like so I we just played a festival last weekend and um it was the first one in a while and I like I I think like I came off stage and I thought literally, literally thought I was going to die. Like I'm getting older. And was, <laughs> this is, this is, so maybe like, maybe like a full, like a full massage team, you know, like I just want like, just like full, like, but I want, no, like, but like a, the full spa treatment. Like, so I want to like walk into it. So I want to like, I want to come off and I want to have like a beer and a cigarette and a whiskey yep. or something. Yeah. But then I want to walk into like, like this like tranquil spa setting where i get massaged and stuff and then you know we sit in the in the in the hot tub and drink champagne and whiskey and stuff and then then go back to the party i love that yeah let's let's do that let's do that 
<laughs> not none of this fucking garlic bread shit. Screw you, Ollie. <laughs> I mean, I'll, a spa treatment. I'll put. I'll have the spa treatment, but I'll also chuck a couple of uh, loaves of garlic bread on there because garlic bread. I don't know. I'd love to know who like created garlic bread. Who thought that was because it's a genius idea? But who it thought is bread, genius. butter, garlic, mozzarella? That's what we want. Who who first came up with the idea though of garlic butter? Like that's pretty yeah. wild too. Like that's kind of. That's taking something and running like that's picking up a ball and running with it. Like that's you know, that's um that's 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 whole other levels of, of goodness and good times. <laughs> that's someone I want to cuddle. <laughs> I love that. I think that's the perfect place to end it, my friend. Um <laughs> written by Wolves, uh brand new single is out now. It's called Give Him Hell. Is there anything that you'd like to add on the anything that I've missed? Anything you want to talk about uh just for the last sort of five minutes or so? Oh look! Make sure, make sure you go check out. Give me how we just actually dropped a um an alt version as well today. So mm, just a bit amazing. different, sort of like delving into various parts of our style. But there's a there's a couple of videos coming out very very soon. So so uh, keep on the lookout for those because they are going to blow your mind. Lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Uh, and I say, if you ever want to come for a part two, you're more than welcome because I feel like we could go on for fucking ages. About Mate, we could just just do, just do a else. weekly podcast if you want. Just just bring me on. I'll just I'll, I'll just sit in the background and just kind of pipe in every now and again if you want. <laughs> just you just be- your little your little Kiwi mate down the back. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you can be like Jamie and Joe Rogan. So pull that up, Jamie. Pull that up. Pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, thank you. I'm so here much. for you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. Um, I hope that everything goes well with the future music and the releases and things. And um, if you make, or I say, if you make it when you make it to the UK, I'll buy you a bev uh, as a thank you because it's greatly appreciated. Mate, I can't wait to meet you in person. I'll look forward to that cuddle. Awesome stuff. Right, we're <laughs> off. We've got another podcast today. Speak soon, everybody. Peace. Go well.